and we are back after a missed week. Uh, and I, I, I shit you not, Eddie had another Monday night birthday <laughs> party. It's just when you're a bartender, Mondays are our days off, so that's our that's the days that we celebrate birthdays. And plus, I thought you, I thought you were gonna say when you're a bartender, Mondays are birthday days. Well, that too. So I mean, those are our days off. I know, I know, we record on Mondays, but it just happens to. A lot of birthdays are in September too. Like it's my boss's birthday, so I can't miss that. You can miss that. It's fine. You can make uh, so much money off this podcast soon that you don't even need a job. Oh damn! Okay, I hope you don't hear that. That she listens to the podcast. Man, no. All right, damn. perfect. No support. <laughs> no support. I don't think right. she likes football very much. Wow, you work for a boss that doesn't like football. Yeah, we were literally watch. Everybody who went to her birthday party was just watching the game instead of celebrating. Her birthday. Wow, that's mad. That's really rude. Well, I mean, we all put money on it too. That doesn't make it okay. Okay, never mind. What side are you on, guys? Listen, <laughs> I'm on the side. I'm on the side that I'm. I'm on whatever side that upsets you. Okay, I thought you were gonna say you are on whatever side would get me to to podcast and not miss. Oh, that's better. Yes, yes, let's do that one. Okay. Welcome to YFTS Podcast. This is episode 3.5. No, sorry, 4.5. Uh, we're going to wrap up the contents of week four and look ahead and unwrap the possible contents of week five. I got with me today, uh, Jack Judy, Eddie Two Time, and this is yep. your host, stat host, Kelvin. You want to say something, Jack, real quick? Robin? Did you want to say something? No, I just said, oh boy. You can, uh, it's early enough that we can give you the opportunity to change your name. No, it's fine. I'll, I'll write it out. You can write it you out? Also, okay, cool. You could also what? change your team. Change oh, your whole God. team. Oh, oh. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> All right, we have a lot to do. Um, it's a pretty good week of football. Uh, a lot of things happened, of course, as always. Uh, and to start off, we're going to touch on injuries. There were quite a few. Uh, take it away, Jack. Oh, hi, guys. Actually, it's, it's a few injuries, I guess. The, I guess the biggest injury I think we should go first is Mr. Kenny Pickett. Uh, his knee injury, uh, he went down, looks pretty bad, but it's not expected to be a 20 ACL, actually. But he will miss multiple weeks. I mean, if Kenny Pickett wasn't playing well already. Uh, Trubisky stepping in. I think the only person that benefits with Trubisky in this uh, lineup is Warren, because uh, this guy loves dumping passes off. Uh, I don't. Will you guys start Pickens, Fire Move, Najee Harris moving? Hell forward? no. How would Didn't, Deont- didn't Fairmouth go down as well? Yeah, but his is not. He's he had a hamstring injury. It has not. No one. No one reported how severe it is right now. So I'm assuming it's okay for now until further reports. Still avoiding this offense as a whole. Even if Deontay comes back? 
Well, um, he still has a couple weeks before he comes back. So yeah. uh, if he comes back and Pickett's not back, are you going to be starting him? Not confidently, but I feel like if he's a he's more of a bye week filler than a receiver three, to be honest. So like he can only be started in PPR leagues. Well, yeah, cool. I have a tough time trusting anyone in this offense at this moment. Yeah, I mean, even before Pickett went down, Pick, I mean, Pickett exactly. he wasn't playing well. Exactly. That whole offense is a mess. That, that they need to change offense according to this. No creativity with the offense at all. That whole offense is still void. Uh yet, T- yet they are yet they are two and two. Yeah, no, it's crazy. I mean, the defense really I mean against the Browns, the defense scored two touchdowns, right? I think. They yeah, had two touchdowns that game. Did they really win? Did the offense really do anything? I don't think so. Uh Higgins. Uh, he fractured his ribs. He should miss multiple weeks because his bye week is week seven. So he might sit out for the next two weeks because then he got three week rest for the ribs. He says Tyler he wants Boyd to play season. It. Tyler Boyd season. He yeah, he said he wants to play, but then then again, it's someone like oh, this, I guess it's pain tolerance. But at the same time, he's literally one hit making everything from, worse. Yeah, from re-injuring again. Yeah. Uh, and on top of that injury, that often also looks like. Crap. Uh, it has to be borrowed injury. I mean, he never looked this bad ever. He looks lost, completely lost. But like he's like checking down everything. Yeah. Everything is I, underneath. He's not taking any. When he does take shots downfield, it's balls like ten feet out of bounds, like that, that are impossible to catch. I saw a stat for Burrow. He only has gone out of the pocket twelve times in his first four games. And so his statue. His calf injury definitely is playing a huge part of what's going on there. I, I don't know. I guess he, I think he should have rested to get more healthier. But now it's kind of too late. We're week five now. Uh, I mean, how do you guys feel moving forward? Like Mixon, even Boyd? Uh, well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm, I'll talk about Joe Burrow in a bit. But I, Mixon is somebody that I'm definitely looking at as a as an RB2. I think he's de- he's. He's still getting eighty percent of the snaps. The offense doesn't look as great. Touchdown, touchdown upside isn't there currently, but you you got to figure they're going to improve a little bit. Like three points against the Titans is kind of wild. We've been saying that for three weeks now. But even <laughs> so, Joe Mixon has he's been like he hasn't been losing you games, has he? Like he's been scoring double digits. He's okay, he's getting a lot of dump offs too to help with a little you no know, point there here and there. And he's also like someone where you could. You don't have to break the bank for him. He could be an add-on to a trade, or he's a. He, I think he's a buy low candidate. No. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that, I mean, this is at the worst. I think this is the worst point, right? At, yeah. at least, at least in our league, um, he's broken double digits first three weeks. This is the first week he didn't do that. Yeah, and it was a tough matchup. It was against the Titans. Titans is like the worst matchup against running backs in the league. Well, let's move forward. Mike Evans, hamstring injury. Apparently, it's not too serious because he was still working out, trying to get back to the game. But they were up like 17-3. There was no need for him to rush back. But you you saw him in the sidelines, biking, jogging, trying to warm up the hamstring. So I'm assuming he's not too serious, but I, I do expect him to miss a game here, too. Uh, Mike Evans also older, right? So they're on bye, right? This uh, week? Yes, they are. So yeah, most likely be back 
the week. That's could, that could be another reason why they didn't let him play because they knew they had the bye week, or you know, maybe. Uh, Javante Williams left the game with a hip flexor. Apparently, it's not as bad. But the thing about Javante Williams is he just came back from a horrible knee injury where he tore his ligaments. Usually, when your hip is not as strong, the other body, the other parts of your legs takes more of the strain. Just, I'm just saying, moving forward, he, it could be like a be aware of Javante moving forward. Just have a backup plan or. Pick up McLaughlin. Uh, McLaughlin. No, don't do McLaughlin. that. What, you don't think so? Look, look what he did. He did pretty good. I, he had runs. I know, if, but he if you want to play, if you if you want to play it safe, right? You let him sit out a game or two, and you have the the backup. Uh, Samadhi Piran is going to be a backup to whoever is going to start anyway, and it's it's viable. Really, you guys believe in the Denver backfields? It's a mess. It is a mess, but McLaughlin got most majority. He got actually sixty percent of the snaps afterwards, which is not bad for RB two flex. Year, especially when they're playing behind too. They're down twenty one points. Yeah, I so guess. With, I guess with the running back, like the the free agency waiver wire right now, I guess it's, it's just looking that bad. So maybe that could be a reason why you guys like him. But he's he's. I guess he's worth an ad, like a stash. But I would never. There's no. Obviously, Wait, obviously, yeah. he's, he's only viable if Williams is not playing. But if we need, like, bye week's coming up. For me, for instance, I have Eckler and Rashad White um, on bye. Uh, people who need players, like they, they have, um, what's on bye? Browns are on bye. They have Ford on bye. Buccaneers, who else is on bye? Seahawks, we have Kent Walker. Um, it's an option. I mean, he was a camp favorite during training camp. Uh, they like him a lot. You know, you know how smart that Denver team is. It doesn't matter what they, how smart it is; it's they, how much points they put up. No, but they don't. First of all, they only put up that many points because they're playing the Bears. Second of all, they don't play one of their best players on offense. The the other guy, Mister Marvin Mintz, they barely play him. Yeah, he puts like fifteen. Talk about talk about somebody who produces when they are in the game. That guy does, and they don't give him any light. Yeah, how, how could yeah, there's gonna be a reason for that, right? I don't. What is the reason? Every time he's on the field, he's he's getting a forty yard reception. I mean, there has to be a reason. I'm I'm assuming Champagne is not that dumb, right? If he's the best weapon, there's something going on behind the field that we don't see. I mean, I I think McLaughlin is not bad of a stash. So I just see what's going on in the future. Maybe he takes over Devontae Devont- Williams' job. You never know. He looks pretty good. The, the snaps that he had. He, True. He's a better pass catcher than than Javante Williams. So you never know. I'm just saying, especially with the the way that teams looks like. Javante Williams hasn't looked that great this year, anyways. So you never know. I think he's a good stash. I mean, it's just the Broncos. That's the reason why I'm avoiding. Yeah, but they're still putting up almost 25 points a game. A week. Maybe they, maybe they needed this win, and now they're gonna just go blow people out. I don't know. That's what it could be the matchups, man. <laughs> I mean, they I mean they got the Jets, uh, which is a tough defensive matchup. But yep, I don't know. They can gonna, they can lock in another win. Get, granted, Zach Wilson did look pretty good last night. Uh, but yeah. Moving next, Justin Herbert dislocated his finger. I think he was stepped on when he fell down, but it's his offhand. But uh, quarterback still needs both hands sometimes to hold the ball, so. 
you have to be aware of him fumbling the ball a lot. Well, more likely to fumble the ball. I guess you still start him no matter what because the if, if he came back in with that brace on his finger, he's playing. Yeah, but the thing I, I, I also want to bring it, this is a side note. I just want to say something like Staley is such a bad coach. Like you're only you're on your own thirty, four and one. With the game risk it. Yep. You and you do a QB sneak with someone with a dislocated finger. That, it, that makes no sense. I just want to rant, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, Devontae Adams, shoulder injury. He left the game. He did come back, but reports said he's he's in a lot of pain right now. So that's something you should monitor throughout that's the week. Probably, it's probably adrenaline coming back. You know? yeah, so just monitor that, that situation throughout the week. Uh, another injury. This is not on offense or anything, but a Patriots lost two of the key players defense on the defensive side. Uh, Matt Judon and Christian Gonzalez both got hurt, and I looked pretty bad. So I don't know. I think Patriots defense is someone that you can stream stuff like stream teams that you are players against a lot moving forward. Even though Belichick's there, that team looks awful. That from head to toe, roster, offense, defense, any anywhere on the fields, the Patriots look probably the like the worst roster in football. And they maybe the Panthers defense players. The, the I mean, Panthers I mean, have I mean, defense though. Wait, so, you know what's yeah. funny though? Even even they got blown out thirty eight three. Was that was that it? Right. Yeah. The offense, offense players on the Cowboys didn't put up good numbers. Oh yeah, that's uh, there was no one with no no one with an outstanding game. Makes you think like, are is it going to be similar to other teams? Are they is Mac Jones so bad that defenses will get ahead of him and then offenses will kind of suffer from it? I don't know. No, no, not that's not the case to me. My in my mind, I see the Cowboys score thirty eight points. Their defense scored twice, right or three times? Did they score three times? Twice. Yes, sir. Score twice. They, they, and they had a bunch. Yeah, they had a bunch of interceptions, a bunch of other like turnovers and such. So that, that in my mind, there's no, there's no doubt that it had nothing to do with the Cowboys' offense. It had nothing to do with the Patriots' defense being good or not. It's just they were up so so much they had their backups in by the fourth quarter. So just it, like the Patriots, they're not going to be blown out every single week, but their roster is really bad, and I I feel like you definitely target. Your offensive players against their defense. Yep. Uh, I think that's most of the major news. Unless I missed something. Did I miss anything? If you guys come to mind, not not in my mind. All right. Can't touch on something real quick. Yeah. Patriots defense have only given up six touchdowns this year. Well, that's but this is you're saying this when they add the offense. Give that's fair. That's fair. I'm just saying though. Um. Yeah, I mean, we'll y'all, see. You're also saying this before the injuries to Judon and Christian Jones. Now they got the two of their top three, four players on defense. That's fair. That's fair. You said that was it, Jack? Yep. All right, cool. That wraps up uh, the news and notes. Just to touch on it real quick. Teams on by this week. Uh, Chargers, Buccaneers, Browns, and Seahawks. So uh, start looking at those waiver wires and see who can fill in for those uh, starting roster spots. All right, and on to uh, the usual, the pits and the cages. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast. Grazie. Not the beast. Uh, see, uh, Corretto. Ah! Right, I will get us started. My pit this week 
which would have been the pit last week if we uh podcasted. So I have to roll it over. Devon Achan. Achan. Achan? Achan, sorry. Like Jackie Devon, Chan. Yes, exactly. Devon Achan. Akan. Mush- okay. Uh, <laughs> Mustard Jackson's May, he had another great game on very little touches. Uh, he sold two. <laughs> he sold two touchdowns uh, in red zone, rushing, and he had car- he carried eight times for 101 yards. <laughs> and one big one had like a 60 yard rush on uh right up the middle uh, down the sideline, and he's been very efficient. He's he's pl- he out snapped uh, Raheem Mostert, who had two fumbles, lost one of them. Uh, he is making a case to be a s- solid low end RB two uh, week in week out. Yeah, there's not, there's no way I'm not gonna start him. If I do, I'll own him unless I have like three superstar running backs on my team. But Achan, he definitely deserves at least a flex option because even with this limited workload, ten, what is it? Ten touches? How many touches he had this week? He had eleven. 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 Like eleven even total, with limited eight rushing, touches, three receptions. He's. I, I feel like they use him enough as a gadget player in the goal line that he's probably gonna score more touchdowns than you think, especially at 185 pounds. Like he's a small running back. He looks the part. He was drafted for this reason. I know Jeff Wilson's also coming back this week. There's all oh Jack, we didn't mention like all the, the players coming, coming back, back on IR. So like the Jonathan Taylors of the world, Cooper Cup. Oh Jeff yeah, Wilson I, I, is a guy. Uh, I skipped over the Cooper Cup and JT. I had it in my list for some reason. I, I skipped over. I don't know why. That's all right. We'll talk about it later, I guess. But um, but yeah, Jeff Wilson's also coming back to this team. So yep. he, he he was used. Right, he's, he's another guy. Uh, this also, 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 also Ahmed, 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 Ahmed came back last week and he only played the dirty, um, sorry, the garbage time point. Uh, uh, snaps <laughs> it is at the, the dirty, end. It is <laughs> the dirty <laughs> time. Sorry, it's four I, should... <laughs> I wish they call it the dirty time carries, but uh, no, it's like now it's gonna be a four headed backfield. It's kind of, it's still kind of scary to rely on HM, but he looks like the leader of the bunch. So. Well, I'll be honest. I, I I know I don't have him, but if I do have him, I could sell him for something like uh, exactly. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yep. obviously. I'm all. I'm asking. I'm asking for the top dollar. I'm not asking for another RB two back. Obviously not. But I'm saying if you can get some like high end and see someone bites, I would. Would you? Would you see? Don't this is me. just me. This uh, is me. Okay. If I if I were to trade HN, I would get Joe Mixon. That's a guy uh, I would target. A guy I was getting get, all I, I didn't of the get back more you could get more than Joe Mixon for HN. Damn, I think so. Especially how about the, how about how about this one? Kyron Williams but... or HN? Who? Kyron Williams or HN? Oh, Kyrie. Who? Oh, Kyron. Uh, I think Kyron because he's getting like ninety percent of the snaps. Yeah, yeah but... there's no there's no way that owner is gonna get, get rid of Kyron. You would have to add something with HN to to get him. But sure, if you could sure. do if you could pull that off, sure. You never know though, like, especially in the other leagues. Not not obviously not all of you, but I'm saying other leagues. Ooh. What about Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones is the name that I'll throw out just because he looks so disgruntled there. He's, for some reason, still getting limited touches, even though this past week he, he's coming back from injury. But he was pissed on that sideline. And he they, they always underutilize him. I think Aaron Jones, if they actually start to use him or they want to win games and they, they give Aaron Jones the ball, he's that's the guy that I'll be targeting trades for sure. With HN, obviously. All right, that's my pit. Let's give it over, run it over to Jack. Uh, give us yours. 
My pit is from Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Michael Wilson, seven catches, 76 yards, two touchdowns against the 49ers. And it wasn't even in dirty time. <laughs> is that what we're going to call it from now on? I feel like we have to, or we have to just fully commit. <laughs> uh, he has surpassed uh, Rondell Moore on the ladder now. He's number two behind Hollywood Brown. And he's also a different type. He's a different type of receiver than Rondell Moore. Yeah, he's a bigger receiver, which they kind of need a bigger receiver. Uh, Joshua Dubs hasn't looked that bad this year so far. He he, like he's a- very competitive. Yeah, he's competitive, and he looks like he, he's he looks better than a lot of quarterbacks happening that's playing this year. So you I, could probably you could probably name like ten quarterbacks that he's better than this year yeah. so far. I I I think. Michael Wilson, like, is I, I, my pit as well as he could. Because last week you saw him jumped up to, I think, over 50% of the snaps, and he gave you about 14 points, 15 points PPR. And this game is the blowout game. And I feel like he's someone that you could, I mean, you definitely should pick him up moving forward. I mean, anyone with Kyle like, Murray coming back later in the year, I think it helps just because Kyle Murray is Kyle Murray. And as number two to Hollywood Brown, I think that's in the offense. It's that, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really explaining, but Michael Wilson looks the part of a receiver too. And if you need help receiver, I don't think he's the bad pickup established in a, a bye week filler moving forward. Yeah, so it's like for those of you who don't like pay attention to preseason hype and you know like uh, college football draft such nonsense. Michael Wilson was one of the darlings in the in the Senior Bowl in college, and that dude was running routes like a madman. He He's actually pretty more – he's more of a complete receiver than most receivers, and he's a, he's a big body. They could use him in the red zone like they did this past game. And he did it against the 49ers. It wasn't like it was against, like, some cheapy-weepy uh, Bears or Broncos team. It was against a legit, legitimate Super Bowl contender, and he performed. During a competitive time, too. So it wasn't yeah, like, not, like bullshit touchdowns. It was during clean time. Yes. <laughs> During clean time, he was balling out. But yeah, no, he's a good receiver. I, I hate you guys. <laughs> You're the one who said dirty time, so you did it to yourself. But yeah, I, I do like that pickup. He I, he's probably not even rostered anywhere, right? So like, yeah, I think he was only three percent. I think on yeah. Yahoo, definitely worth a stash. My my ass too. All righty, uh, wrap it up for the pits for us and give us yours. All right, so my pit this week is going to be Khalil Herbert. I know it was against Denver, and I don't know if it's, like, real or not because Justin Fields also had a monster game. DJ Moore had a monster game. This whole Bears offense had a monster game. But Khalil Herbert, I, he finally took the reins at running back here. He had, what, 75-plus percent of the snaps share, which he wasn't even sniffing in the first couple games. He had over 120 total yards, and he scored. He was also used in the passing game. What do you do? What do you do with this man? Do you think? Do you believe in it? Do you think it's just like a flash in the pan? You think it's just a one game thing? Because he's not going to face the Broncos every week. Uh, I hope he's not. I hope the other two is. What I'm do you mean? I'm versing Herbert this weekend. This <laughs> week five. Uh, <laughs> so I hope the two other two are. But but that whole offense, I guess, I guess going as long as Fields is going right because. If Fields can't throw a ball, why do they even care about the the, the about the uh, uh the receivers? If Fields can't can't throw a ball, they'll stack out the box, stop Fields from running and the running backs from running, 
as long as Fields plays well, I feel like the running back is worth it to start. Also, also the thing is like with Herbert, it, it was never with like he was never not efficient. He's always been efficient with his touches, and we were hoping at least most of us who drafted him thought that he was going to get most of the opportunity here, or at least the first crack at the opportunity. And th- he's literally showing you what he could do with twenty touches. Like this is the baseline for him. And hopefully this game gets them rolling, makes them maybe they finally get to see good things on film to see like, oh, that looks good. We should do that more often. Or that looks good. We should do, throw it to that guy more often. Like Cole Komet had a monster game too. Like everybody on this offense was woke up. Like you said, Justin Fields is the anchor to this team. But hopefully they this is like a guideline or like a like a study sheet that they could use for future games. Cause but- this is, the, this is what you expect out of here, this Bears offense. Still beware, because that Broncos game feels through for 330 yards. He didn't even rush the ball. So, I, is, so that the, is that the field we're going to get? <laughs> he had only six yards rushing. Man, really? I feel like, we, like yes. we, know, we know running backs' um, potential is all based on game script, but it feels more so with the Bears, uh, especially if they're going to be behind a lot. Is Khalil Herbert going to be the guy that's going to be in there for passing downs? He's the first time he broke 10 rushing attempts this season. Oh, he had 9-7-7. Seven, seven. Yeah, 25 rushing yards. I apologize. Okay, still very low for him first then. This might as well as be six. Yep. Um, but I, this is a great opportunity to sell high on Khalil Herbert. Um, yeah. This yeah, is know his highest I value. I, I – as as long as he looks good, but at the same time, I don't feel confident ever starting him still. Because that offense really? could be three point any week. So he's like the Drake London of running backs. Yes, <laughs> got it. All right, uh, give it a snake, Jet. Uh, sorry, Eddie, and uh, give us your cage. Ooh, my cage this week. We spoke about him earlier. Joe Burrow versus the Titans, which is one of the best matchups for a quarterback could ever ask for. He had he threw the ball 30 times, completed 20 for 165 yards and no other stats. What the hell? What's going on? I have no idea. This is inexpl- like inexplicable. Can't can't explain it. I think it's time to drop him. If there's CJ Shroud out what? there. What? You- I'm sorry, what? Hell yeah. Time, time to drop him? Hell yeah. If you need roster space, if you're going through bye week hell, hell yeah, I'm dropping him. He's been so bad. Has he top five points? No. <laughs> it it seems like he hasn't. Like he, it feels like a detriment. It's like a cancer to your team currently. I, to me, this is the final Wait, straw. Why, why did you Why did you just ask him his top five points? You know he wasn't going to be. No, he no. Top, five? Has he topped? No, has he topped five fantasy points in a week? Oh my god! I don't know. Let me see. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like it feels like he hasn't. Even if what, he has, what? it still feels like he hasn't. Uh, there's so many other guys. Brock Purdy, if he's out there, he's. I know he's twenty. Like probably. So here, here's his. Uh, here's his weekly, is it, here's a uh, Burrow's game log in our in our um, in our league, which is boosted to quarterbacks. Two points, uh, week one, eighteen, week two, eight, and then three. Yeah, that's brutal. That's losing you weeks, and I, that's what I feel like he's doing. If there are other options, I would definitely try to seek as much or just try to package him to to the Jamar Chase owner so they could have a stack or something. I don't know. I'm trying to get him off my roster. That, that this just could be me. I could be the only one in here to to say this these blasphemous 
things, but he I'll, just doesn't look right at all. I'll be honest with you, I I will start Joshua Dubs over him moving forward until he gets better. Because even if Dobbs have a bad game, he rushes the ball a lot. He gives you that yeah. safe score. He, and, I mean, and, that, to be fair, Dobbs had a yeah. Dobbs has at least forty rushing yards in the last three games. Yeah, so he gives a safe floor, and in case of a dirty time touchdown. But as long, I I don't think they're gonna rest Burrow because they're already, they're into deeper. It's week five already. You, you want to hear something crazy? Uh, the number one, two, three, four, five, six. Number seven quarterback in our league is Russell Wilson. He's been Russell Wilson hasn't been bad. For yeah. fantasy, he's been pretty good, dude. Fantasy hasn't been bad. He's been scoring touchdowns. He's getting like two, three hundred yards almost every game. But he hasn't been that bad. Brock Purdy, number eleven. He doesn't need to throw a ball half of the time. So when Joe Burrow has less fantasy points than Zach Wilson, Sheesh. I think it's time for me to to get rid of him. Uh, yeah, I, I understand like Joe Burrow's great and everything, but he's playing with a huge injury. That like Imani always mentioned, he mentioned that. Calf injury is such a huge thing for quarterbacks. Even can't though, move. Even though it doesn't make it doesn't seem like it's a big thing, but it affects so much your throwing, your running, your mobility. It affects everything. So I I I don't know. I guess if you you can hold on for a week or two, but I don't think you start him until until he shows signs of a life or something. Yeah, I wish I could have said this last week. Well, I mean, you probably have been my start of the week last week. Play in Tennessee. But yeah, that's my cage. Jack, right, Jack give go? us yours. Yeah, sorry, got you. My cage is another person that's pretty disappointing this year. Yeah, I think I'm going to, I'm, we've been talking a lot of pages uh this year, this week. Uh it's Ramondre Stevenson. Uh I liked him coming preseason because I I liked him because I thought he that he was gonna be bad and he was gonna get a lot of dump off passes like he did last year. That happened for the first game. For some reason, the last three games, he hasn't caught more than three passes. Uh, not even dirty time. Yeah, yeah, not even dirty time. You, that's why I expected him to do right because he said. You know, he was, you know, for Madrid this season, his one touchdown came against uh, me uh, when Jason and he won by two points. He came in right. Wow, you saw it triggered. Yeah, I was definitely triggered. I was, I was watching that game. And that that's what put him over. Like in the game that he was, they were blown thirty-eight to three. When Mondre rushed the ball fourteen times, thirty yards, only two catches and 10, 10 yards on three targets. It's like you draft. I I I liked him because of his receiving ability, and they're not even using him. Is it a Mac Jones issue? Last year they did it. Last year Stevenson was getting all the dumbbell passes. I don't know what was going on, but that offense and defense is like a whole mess. Like I will avoid that entire team. Can can I can I give you a, a just one little nugget or one little thing to that could almost how do I say um just tell us Eddie like get one one reason why he's been doing so poorly he faced the Eagles the Cowboys and the Jets three out of four weeks do you expect that you expect that team to to produce against those three defenses I expect him this week. I expect him to have receiving work. So you said you're saying that he would he's matchup proof. He, I don't he, think he's matchup proof. I I will assume he gets more than three targets a week, especially when you're losing by twenty points or thirty five points. 
Yeah. But yeah, no, like, but I'm just trying I'm just I'm trying to give you a reason or like if he's not in a picture. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna give you a name. HN, would you rather have HN or Ramondre Stevenson? I'd rather have HN. Damn. I feel like HN's 10 carries are worth more than Ramondre's 30 carries right now. Okay. So you really feel, Jack? He also doesn't look I that think good. I, TV. Also, but the thing is, yeah, it's the defenses that he's playing. Also, he's playing the Saints this, this coming week, so like I, I assume it's going to be the same type of outcome. But I think after this week, it should – I mean, it, it should get better, right? I think. I don't think so. Why would it get better? I mean, their schedule should lighten up. He he didn't do much against the Dolphins either. The Dolphins doesn't have a good defense. He scored a touchdown against them. Yeah, but he gave you like eleven points. That's it. This so this is someone you drafted in the third round. I know, I know. And uh, I'm I would be a disappointed Stevenson owner. I I just recently got him off one of my rosters, but um, I don't think it's the end. Value. I'll get it if he would gain the receiving work, you know. I'll be fine with it if I was seeing him gain targets. He's not in part of they don't throw a ball for some reason not throwing the ball to the running backs either. This yeah. last which is yeah. which is half of Ramondre Stevenson's points last week, last year. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's just my concern. All right, and that's gonna wrap up nope. the pits and the cages. Nope. Oh no, sorry, nope. I'm up. I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. I'm just kidding. Nope. My my cage this week. Kirk Cousins. What a horrible performance in a plus matchup. This guy has been number one quarterback the first three weeks. Uh he has a lot of dirty time points, which makes sense. They're down a lot. Uh they were down against the against the Panthers, but it was their defense that uh was I fumble six or pick six? Whatever it was. And defense touchdown got them into it. Uh, Jay Jeff got his two touchdowns. Addison got zero points. We don't talk about that. But Kirk Cousins, it's not his fault. Kirk Cousins just looked really bad. Uh, I think he had two picks and a, and a fumble. But, yeah, it's, it's just, I think. Out. Sorry, go ahead. Me out. Maybe that's the, that's the way of, that's how Vikings win. When he has bad stats, that's very true. Right. Like he has good stats, and they've lost every single game. He has a bad game, and Vikings win. <laughs> to be fair, Bryce Wong was worse. He's uh, he's he hasn't looked that great, honestly. Bryce Wong. Uh, of the three, he's looked the worst. Of the three quarterback rookie quarterback, you say? Yeah, Richardson and uh, Stroud. Stroud has well. First of all, we got to mention how amazing those two have looked. They look them. They look he, amazing. Uh, they look like they've been in the league for years. Bryce Young definitely Richardson, looks like a rookie. Richardson, some Richardson throws are still very bad. He, but uh, he's still like you don't. He's, he's not yes. that type. He's more of a. He's more of a mobile quarterback. He's more of the. He's more of a Justin Fields. This is a, it's what Justin Fields used to be. No, he's he's Cam Newton. He's a he's a reincarnation of Cam Newton. The bigger version, which is weird. Yeah, that. yeah, he's and Cam Newton is huge. But no, hey, is, Richardson's bigger than uh, Cam Newton. Oh wow, yeah. yeah, but no, CJ Stroud has probably looked like the one. He looks like a top ten quarterback already. He looks comfortable in the in the bat. In the, the like the not the not the bad. The scary part is they're missing three of the five O line still. Yeah, and he didn't get sacked this past week yeah. against TJ Watt and against oh. uh, my Mister Mike Tomlin. Oh, he's he wrecks uh, rookie quarterbacks. Everyone he plays, 
Jack said it's like three times yesterday. <laughs> Every time I checked the phone, it was just CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud. But yeah, the, we're talking about Kirk Cousins. Kirk yes, Cousins, correct. Yes, this, Kirk Cousins. Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Cousins is definitely a. He's he's always been this type of quarterback though. I think it's a blip, though. I think he's going to have much better games going forward. Um, Just rough one. He he thought he'd be able to really put up some numbers against his Panthers. Uh, But, yeah, unfortunately. Panthers' defense is not pretty good, man. Their their defense is really good. It's just their offense doesn't keep up. All right, that's going to wrap up the pits and the cages. All right, let's jump right into our RKOs and the DDTs. Man, that's doo-doo trash. Give us your, uh, give us go first to uh, Sam Jack. Did we start with RKOs or DDT? RKOs. Oh, okay. I'm just checking. Just making sure. Uh, Marco this week, it's going to be Eddie's boy. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, which boy? Which which one of my boys? I think Zay Flowers is going to go off against. Let's go this week. The Steelers are in a bad position. Uh, their, st- their defense looked pretty bad last week. Uh, they lost Kit P- Pickett. Jabriskie should be a slight downgrade. Not a huge downgrade, but a slight downgrade. I'm assuming that offense is not going to move too much, which gives a feel a better field position for Ravens a lot. And they've been they've been allowing a lot of uh, receivers to do pretty well, uh, as long as T.J. Watt is contained. Which I feel like they will. Uh, Orioles, oh, not Orioles. I want to say Orioles. Baltimore. They're, they're, they're in the playoffs. Well, well, the Ravens are a run, a run first team, which means the defense might be in a lot more than usual. And on top of Trubisky being the quarterback on the other side, which means a lot of short drives. I think Ravens are going to easily take this, and I feel like Zay Flowers should give you. I think at least a touchdown, hundred yards. I mean, actually, no. 50 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, nice. Well, I like that. I obviously, you know, I obviously like that because, you know, Zay Flowers is one of my guys. Uh, it's funny because Jack, Jack told me yesterday he would never start Zay Flowers. Really? Yeah. You told me I, that, number. I wouldn't start him. Like, it just spot starts fine. I feel like he's a receiver three automatically and every week. I don't think it's so. Just, I don't think they throw to they don't throw enough for me for you to comfortably start someone from that team. Besides I, I think so, but the thing is like especially without Odell Beckham and especially without Bateman in the lineup, I think he's an automatic start. How is automatic like, he, start? He's still because you're gonna get four, he had four targets yesterday again with everyone out. I know, but it was a blowout. They won twenty you think they're gonna win twenty eight to three every single you week know, against a quarterback that's not that's never gonna play another snap unless Deshaun Watson's hurt ever again. Next, Next week, they're playing Trubisky. The following week, they're playing Ryan Tannehill. These quarterbacks are just as bad. I mean, I don't expect the Ravens. I, see, I don't want to, you know, I, <laughs> I would love the, for the Ravens to be in that scenario where they're blowing everybody out. But I still think Jay Flowers is going to be a part of the reason why they're going to blow people people's out. So, like, even if, I know, but he still has a very – he has a safe floor, at least in my opinion, the TV. He, in the PBR leagues, he has at least, what, eight, nine points in every single week? That's not bad for a, a flex option slash receiver three. Almost any receiver. You can do that. worse. No, you could do worse. You could do a freaking Jordan Addison, okay? 
But still, like, I, I think, if anything, he's a buy-low candidate because he's still electric. I think they're going to find ways to get him the ball because they're going to manufacture ways to get him the ball because he's that good. Jane Reed, you see Jane, it. Jane Reed is giving me almost 10 points a week. Can, can you, can you, real, you, so you'd rather start Jaden Reed than Zay Flowers? No, I'm just saying Zay Flowers doesn't get, and it's just, this is not the, it's a run first office on top of that. It's Mark Andrews is the number one option. Zay Flowers is just an extra person. I think, I think with Zay Flowers, when, when the Ravens are facing a team that they can actually p- compete against instead of blow them out, they're going to use Zay Flowers a little more because they have to. Yeah. All right. All right. That's gonna wrap up uh that arc that um RKO. Eddie, give us yours next. My RKO player who is going to come out of nowhere and you could probably get him off waivers, if not if he wasn't picked up prior to waivers this past week. Uh Rasheed Weiss versus the Vikings. I think this, slowly... this is actually gonna be my RKO and I saw you had it, so I had to pivot. Yeah, I think so you agree. Like they, I think he's slowly but steadily becoming Mahomes' new Juju Smith-Schuster. He's a slot receiver. Uh, he's getting more uh, snaps than most of the other receivers are there. So I think he's going to be their best. He's going to be his best option at receiver. Um, and the Vikings allow so many points to receivers, regardless. I mean, I this past week they played the Panthers, but they still gave up points to to uh, Adam Thielen and Terrace Marshall, right? Um, Rashid Rice also led the wide receivers in uh, targets outside of Kelsey. Yeah, yep. So I I think he's bound to score a touchdown because he's. I mean, he scored in Week One, and then against the Bears, he got stopped at the one yard line twice. Uh they they do manufacture like touches for him too. So I think Rashid Rice is definitely a flex option, or if like he's like a pump play in defense. But these are guys that you're. T- we're, we're just trying to find guys where you could just pick up off waivers and start. And I think he'll be one of them. I'm not a fan. Are you really? No. Why not? Because my do my home throw the ball to many too many people. It's not dependable to start on these people. It's not. How well, can you I mean, start or receive rice in your team in your lineup any week? I'm talking. I'm talking about deeper leagues and as a bye week filler this week. At least picking him up, he's definitely worth the stash. He barely he's played- probably. He barely puts fifty percent of the snaps, but he's he's it's always increasing, and I think they're going to be actually actually decrease from the week before. Well, the week before was a oh, never mind, Jack. I can't talk about this. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me, Jack? It's mine. Yeah, but you're it's, saying he's, he's a reliable receiver. It's fine for him to, for you to pick him up for to blow up next week. That's fine. Yeah, it's exactly what I'm picking it's him not, up for. Not, I don't think he's a reliable star for the rest of the year. RKOs are be are weekly, Jack. Uh, I think you said you said reliable. I think that's what he's been yeah. pointing on. So let's move on from that. Okay, that's, it was, it's misunderstanding. Jack okay. Jack likes to pick one word that I say and just like analyze that one single word, and then th- th- that's it. Every, the once that once I say that word, the conversation is over. He's just going to focus on that one. So no, I didn't mean he was reliable. I think he's just he's an option that you could keep on your bench. And he he means he's reliable. This he says he's reliable this week. That's what he means. Yes. Yeah, because the matchup is good. All right, I'm going to give you my RKO. And it's going to be the Lizard Man, Alan Lazard. He got his first touchdown this past week. Uh, with Zach Wilson looking a little better. But I think the problem is with – sorry, I think the uh, opportunity comes with facing Denver. Uh, even if we 
kind of chop out that uh, ridiculous game by Miami uh, last week. Denver has given the most touchdowns this season. You got eight through three weeks. That's so averaging a little more than a little, a little less than three. And they have given up the highest completion percentage and the most yards through the air, even outside of uh, last week, uh, the last week's blowout. They're averaging about 300 plus yards per game. If Zach Wilson can be do what he did yesterday, uh, the opportunity is there for uh, for Alan Lazard. Gary Wilson outshines um, any receiver with targets. He had 15 yesterday. But Lazard, Lazard came in second. No, sorry, Lazard did not come in second. He only had three, but he caught all three with a touchdown. And he might be the guy that can kind of get a bunch of receptions and 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 rack up some yards uh, in this matchup against this horrible defense. Ugh. Also not a fan. Jack, we're just talking about people who are down bad, bro. Oh, we're not talking about players who are actually on rosters like you did. Okay, you're banking on someone who scored two touchdowns back to back weeks. Whew. This guy, who's going two touchdowns back to back weeks? Oh, you 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 you're banking on him to score a touchdown again on back to back. I didn't say touchdown. I said he's going to rack up receptions and yards. I'm but again, here. this is RKO. I know. I'm just here to show like this. What? All right, hold on, Jack. We're not supposed to shit on each other's picks, okay? This is no. RKOs. These are players that are just supposed to be probably started in your DFS lineups, not in your actual lineups. But their their caveat is that they have really good matchups and they could be started this week only, and they might have a future the rest of the season. So, that being said, Alan Zard, last year, I mean, if if Zach Wilson, Listen, I, I would have loved to pick. I would have loved to pick Garrett Wilson. We know he's not coming out of nowhere. He knows he's going to do what he's going to do. Yeah. He's yeah, obviously Alan had the prime-time matchup. Alan Lazard is legitimately coming out of nowhere. So is Rasheed Rice. Literally out of nowhere. These guys are like, what, 25% owned, if that, right? And if Aaron Rodgers was here, maybe Alan Lazard could have value. But if Zach Wilson could perform to, what, two-thirds of Aaron Rodgers, maybe Alan Lazard could be a, a starter for the rest of the season. Who knows? It all depends on Zach Wilson. So, like, is Zach Wilson? Oh, I, I, don't about, like, I don't know about I don't know about rest of the season. I'm just saying this matchup's really good. No, no, no. I'm just saying I'm saying if Zach Wilson can actually provide value, fantasy value to his receivers, Alan Lazard might be actually he might actually be rosterable for the rest of the year. If Zach Wilson can perform, well, am I saying that Zach Wilson is going to perform? Hell no. But if he can, if he could, do, if he could do exactly what he did against the Chiefs for the rest of the year, I think Alan Lazard might be rostered. He should be rostered. All right, that's going to wrap up the RKOs. And I will snake it and give you my DDT. This week, it's going to be Tony Pollard. Tony. Uh, he had a quite an off game. Uh, obviously, you can account that to the blowout, uh, which seems to be like a lot of the cases he's de- dealt with this season. But they are facing the 49ers. Uh, four weeks in, the 49ers defense have the, are the fourth best in rush yards this season. And also, for some reason, uh, the team that other teams are running the least against. Uh, no team is averaging less, no defense is allowing less rush attempts than the 49ers. And they're only giving up two touchdowns uh, to date as well. Uh, team seems to be passing more. Uh, maybe Dak Prescott is going to be a good game for him to break out for, but uh, in my eyes, Tully Pollard is not going to do what you expect him to do. I see it. It's a very bad matchup. Makes sense. Will you bench him? Obviously not. <laughs> can yeah. you bench him? No, I can't bench him, but 
It also seems like yeah. he's splitting a lot of carries with Deuce Vaughn as well, more than I thought he would actually. Well, that was all good. That was all dirty time. Oh yes, I'm sorry. Yes, it was dirty time. <laughs> <laughs> Clean time, Paulo. This season, this, sorry, this week might be uh, tough to watch, but obviously you can't bench him. Just temper your expectations. Yep. And Eddie, give us your DDT. All right. So yeah, my doo doo trash DDT player of the week this week. Uh, it's kind of a combination of players because. He, I mean, this is first week back. Jonathan Taylor. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not predicting in the into the future yet because we have no idea if he's going to be practicing or if he's going to be playing. But Zach Moss slash Jonathan Taylor. I think both of them are not startable against this Tennessee defense. Even if this, even if like one of them becomes the clear option here, I don't think I'm starting. I think there's a plenty of other options that I would start over him. And I'm gonna get a little bit spicy here, but I think I will start Brees Hall against the Broncos against them. Gus Edwards. I think Khalil Herbert's a better start. Uh, Damian Pierce is a better start. Brian Robinson. Um, but yeah, I, I do, I'm not trying to get Zach Wilson or Jonathan Taylor in my lineups this week. I think Tennessee, they're you know, you mean uh, Zach, Moss. Zach Moss, Zach Moss, Zach Moss, Zach Moss, and Jonathan Taylor. You're obsessed with Zach Wilson, bro. What's so. up? I don't know. I'm just seeing Zach so much. Zach, do you agree or no? Uh, for me, uh, was Zach? I mean, Zach Moss didn't look too great last week, this previous week, also. But John Taylor might ruin ruin. Yeah, you know, you know, I, I see a little pattern. You know, we know what week he did look great when I versed him. Mm. I'm mm. seeing a pattern here with these players. Mm. And <laughs> continue. With Jonathan Taylor coming back, uh, uh, I guess he has a monitor there, right? If, if Jonathan Taylor's not playing, he might he, uh, he might not even play this week. Who knows? This is his first week back to practice. I, I thought he wasn't going to play unless he gets traded. Did he, like, renege on that? He's going to have to play. Otherwise, he's going to be in the same situation next year. It's not like his it's not like his contract is up. Like, it'll be different for players when the contract is up. But his contract, I don't think his contract is up, right? Is it? Am it's I, up next I, year, I think, right? Is this year four? If it's I'll year take, four I'll, for him, then I'll, it is. I'll take a look. I'll take a look. It is. It is up. But I think I think you got to put a certain amount of games to meet the requirement as a full year. So he's going to be forced to play sometime. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just he, he, I thought he. I thought he was on track. I, the reports. I thought he was already at practice. But um, there's not going to be a clear back. You won't. You don't think there's going to be a clear back? Zach Moss has been performing really well. But it's it's against this defense, and that's that's what I'm banking on. I don't think they they're gonna be able to run on them. And then you also yeah. have Richardson taking a lot of carries away. Yeah, a lot, but he's taking carries away from them. Yeah, this is uh his last uh, year's contract. Yeah, I mean he's taking rushers away. So on top of that, there's just too much going on in the backfield. I will. I mean, if you can't avoid, it, obviously, you know, you gotta have to start him, but. All right, and Jack will wrap up uh, the DDTs with his. My DDT this week is Mr. Olave. Uh, Back-to-back, back-to-back really bad weeks? I think you could bench him this week. I will bench him for a lot of play- different players next week. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I think he, he with Derek Carr hurt, if he continues to try playing again with no no arm technically, you won't start. You can't start him. He can't throw. He couldn't even throw a ball past 
10 yards. That's why that's why Kamara had 13 catches for 20 yards or was it 30 yards? Whatever it is. He, that, that stat was ridiculous. He is hurt and he wants to keep playing. And that's awful for the uh, the the receivers for the Saints. And there's a lot of receivers on the Saints too, on top of that. I don't think Chris Olave is starable with Derek Carr starting this week. I mean, obviously, if Winston plays, you you're you're starting him. But if mm-hmm. Carr again this week hurt. Against the Patriots, even though the Patriots defense is completely awful, they I'm pretty sure they could handle a one-handed uh one arm uh Derek Carr. Yeah, well, it was brutal well, to watch, dude. It's kinda like no arm, right? Because he's not can't throw with the arm he needs to throw with. Oh, you can start maybe you can start learning how to throw his left hand today, tomorrow. Mm. Oh yeah. One week of practice with left hand is gonna do it. That'll well, work. I mean I mean, how do we know if he's not a projector, right? Yeah, exactly. And he I would not start him at if Derek Carr plays next week. And receivers are is, is a throw is a is a receiver league these nowadays. It's easy to replace them. What about this? How oh, some, give some hard hitting questions? Would you start Marvin Mims over him? Oof. I can't die. Can't do because at least he's playing. This guy's playing ninety percent of that. Mar- Marvin Mims haven't played over fifteen yet. Yeah. What about um Michael Wilson? I will start Michael Wilson over him. Damn. <laughs> well, what about what about um Josh Palmer? I was talking hundred percent on Josh Carr. Got him. Trick question there on by. Uh, well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, uh, if, if, if T Higgins is out, um, also This just just this week until David Carr is healthy, he can't throw the ball. How do you, do you think? Do you think Carr is healthier than Joe Burrow? Uh, no. I I rather Joe Burrow throwing the ball because he at least he has arms. <laughs> <laughs> His legs is the problem, right? It's it's absurd that he played this week, especially when you have a viable option behind you. Winston's not good. I'm not saying he's good, but he's not bad. <laughs> it's not he's not the worst backup in the yeah. league. He's one. He's probably one of the best backups in the league. And I, I mean, mean that, that's just me. I will not start him. Man, Winston and best in the same sentence is weird. <laughs> Let me think of another one real quick. Um. DeAndre Hopkins or Olave? 100% Hopkins. Jordan Addison or Olave? Oh, <laughs> you know what? I'll take Addison because at least the boom plays there. He has a chance to score a 50-yard touchdown. That's true. Olave doesn't because Carr can't throw the ball past 10 yards. No, I do remember him throwing the ball deep to him a couple of times. Just completely he couldn't, couldn't nab it. Cause it, was not, it wasn't accurate. I mean, he's, he's no arm. I mean, I don't know. I just, I just mean, you can continue starting all of it. I will go on my word and say he will not top. He will not top four yards this week. I'll take a shot if he does. Mm. All right, you heard it here first. I can see it though. Their car looked really bad. Like, bad enough that they actually didn't score a touchdown this week. Especially with Kamara and Michael Thomas, those are the two people taking over the the, the short routes. Like that, where does that leave Chris Olave? Not just me. No, I, I hear that. I hear that. It's definitely a tough decision to make. Um, you draft this guy in like the second round, third round. So, uh, oh, he's great as long as David Carr is healthy yeah. or any quarterback. He's great. I mean, that's the problem, right? Like, receivers are totally dependent on their quarterbacks. So, that's why I, I love drafting guys that have good quarterbacks, but uh, it's tough sometimes. All right, and that's going to wrap up the RKOs and the DDTs. Got a lot to keep up with. And 
our next segment will be uh you think I can stop saying newest segment because I already said it twice already? No. Uh no. All right. Because it is. Our, our, our newest segment this season is top place of the week. And we're gonna go ahead and end one of us. Uh we all chose one, uh top play. I will get us started. And actually I had a really tough time picking a play this year this week because there are actually a lot of good ones. My honorary pick was just gonna be that CMC hurdle for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you didn't pick that, Eddie. Um, but my pick, my top play this week, was Stephon Diggs spin cycle touchdown. This play looks so ridiculous. Like it's it's hard to believe. He, I I can't explain. Like he got caught the ball. The guy tried to tackle him with his feet. Uh, Diggs spun out of it, and then another Miami Dolphin fell onto the other Dolphin, and Diggs spun out of that, and then just rushed down. It was like a 60 yard touchdown. It looked so crazy. Like I was like, did not know what was going on. On top of that, there was a flag, so we didn't even know what was going on with that. But it was a defensive flag anyway. But um, it was crazy. Yeah, they thought the play was over, and then he just like spun and spun again, and then he just sprinted down the sideline. It was awesome. Especially for me, I had uh, Josh Allen. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> All right, he gave us yours. Uh, mine was King Henry, vintage Derrick Henry. Man, he had a, a thirty-yard touchdown run, whatever. Uh, ran up the middle, broke like 17 tackles. It seemed like he was just throwing everybody to the ground. Then sprinted away from everybody, just like, you know, just like every other 30-year-old running back, right? He looked exactly like the person that you drafted, and it was really nice to see because uh, the week prior it was probably the lowest point of his career. <laughs> 11 carries for 20 yards, and then this this past week he just he blows up again. He also threw a touchdown, which was also could have been consideration for play of the week. But we already I, I kind of expect that. I feel like once they get to the two yard line, I expect the Derrick Henry toss touchdown. You this expect touchdown a Derrick awesome. Henry toss touchdown. Yeah, he's done that like four or five times in his career. Okay, over how many seasons? <laughs> five years. That's pretty that's a good amount. He's done he's it like once a year. Five years, no. Like all right, how many years? What is it? How old is he? Twenty-two when he started? Like seven years, eight years. Eight years. Still. Yeah. I can't, I can't. I just can't. I can't can't believe you said it's a, it's a standard. They're the two yard line. It feels like because well, I mean, you want to know why? Because I was watching the game and the announcer goes, "Uh, expect the jump pass from Derrick Henry here because that's an option," and then it happens. <laughs> I, I like how uh, the Titans lined up uh, with Derrick Henry behind uh, in shotgun. The Bengals call timeout. And they Titans did it just again. came back and just came, they lined up with him shotgun again. And it makes sense. Like, why would you change the play? You thought it was, was going to work and just because they called a timeout, right? Yep. And it worked. But again, back to the, the your top play, like his bounce out was amazing for that for that run. And he really picked yeah. up the speed just when he got to the sideline, which was, was pretty cool to see. Yep. All right, Jack, give us your top play. Uh, My top play, I'm going to be a homer here. It's gonna be Devonta Smith's catch. Yo, that that was another one of mine. I was looking at that one as well. That was a sick catch. Catch. He high he high pointed the ball between three receivers, not uh, defenders, and caught it. It was during it was during time they needed to rush down. Uh, thirty seconds left to get a field goal or a touchdown if they can. Um, it was a nice catch, a beautiful catch. I also thought about my second option was the the Lazar catch yesterday. Mm. That was pretty nice. The one with the uh, he yeah. came back. Oh, the one, the one on the sideline, right? Yeah, and also McCla- McCla- McClellan, whatever his name is. McClellan? McClellan? 
His uh, stop and go was pretty nice. Oh, he, yo, he sent a guy <laughs> to the ground. Hey, he he, went, a, he no, went to the ground. He turned him around. It was a nice stop and go. Stop and go yeah. That was pretty funny, too. There's a lot, there's a lot of good plays. And of course, we got to do our weekly Bijan Robinson highlight. His one handed catch was unbelievable. Like it, he just, it was like Spider Man, just stuck to his hand and then kept running. I think you uh, need to put two highlights, two highlights, right? Because he also broke another defender this week. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah. The one down the sideline, right? <laughs> yep. It's, it's, I, I was watching, I, I saw a YouTube clip on all his touches this past week. It's, it seems like he runs it so effortlessly for five yards. Yep. Five yards, six yards, five yards, six yards, and then twenty yards, thirty yards. He, he he looks fantastic. I can't even. I don't even know what else to say. Yeah, he's gonna be the best running back in the league yep. once McCaffrey's gone. Oh, no, McCaffrey's amazing. All right, uh, enough about that. That that are those are our top plays. Uh, go check out our Instagram when the podcast is out. You'll be able to see those yourself, and like and subscribe. Little plug there, and just jump into. My favorite segment of the show, the Did You Knows. The Did You Knows. I don't know. That's what I'm going to tell you. I probably didn't know, but now I will. Now, now you will. You know what time it is. It's the Did You Knows. My favorite segment. Whoa. I, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, really? Really? Oh. Wow. To be fair... This week's like the research I did for this week's uh, did you know is is kind of lackluster. So I thought we do kind of a rewind and touch on some good ones from week three as well. Uh, what do you guys want to do first, week three or week week four? Let's go chronological. All right, week so week three. three. All right, uh, last week, Kent Walker had 122 scrimmage yards. The Seattle Seahawks are six and zero when he has 110 plus scrimmage yards. They're gonna have they're gonna be seven and zero because we haven't watched this Monday night game yet because he's gonna have the same amount of yards against your Giants. Oh shit! Prediction. Oh, by the way, we're recording a little early today, so we couldn't won't be able to break any injuries or react to some crazy plays. But uh, yeah, we, I don't know. Giants are Owen. Uh, Daniel Jones is like zero six against in Monday night. Is that what it is? Or zero seven? Something like that. So I can see a lot of that. All right, another one from week three. As you know, the Cardinals beat the Cowboys in a big upset. They rushed for 222 yards with a 7.4 yards per carry last week. That's the most yards the Cardinals have rushed for since week six of the 2020 season when they beat the Cowboys 38 to 10. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's cool. Like All right, that another stuff. one. Here's one for you, Eddie. All right. I think you'll enjoy this one. Non sarcastically. Uh, did you know? Lamar Jackson had his second career 200-plus passing yards, 100-plus rushing yards, and two rushing touchdowns in a game uh, in Week 3. No other player has ever hit each of those marks in a single game. Didn't he have two passing passing touchdowns, too? That was this past week. I'm talking about Week 3. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he was was awesome. I love Uh, Lamar Jackson. Here's one for you, Jack. I know you like this guy. Uh, Last week in Week 3... Wait, is last week this past week or is that the last week? Oh, we were we're still recording in week four. This week, okay, cool, cool. All right, uh, last week, Sam Laporta, Laporta, as Jack calls him, Laporta, Laporta. Sam Laporta, Laporta, uh, joined TJ Hawkinson 
as the only Lions tight ends to have 70 plus receiving yards in a game. Nice. Since 1970, sorry, since 1970. That's kind of crazy if you ask me. He's pretty good, though. He's been pretty good. In 50 years, only two tight ends have 70 plus receiving yards for tight uh, for the Lions. Wait, so oh, I was like, a, fuck. Uh, I'm not sorry, a seven? Not rookie, I'm saying ever. Oh, damn. Oh, only two tight ends have mind. 70, sorry, 75, 75 plus receiving yards in a game for Lions. Wait, any, any tight end? Yes. Damn. That's <laughs> weirdly wrong for some reason. There's no way. It sounds wrong. Yeah, it does. I, I mean, wrong. it does sound wrong. I mean, I got, this is from listen, <laughs> our, our Did You Know is sponsored by NFL.com. Okay. And that's where Damn. I get them from. And I will fact check myself right now, really quickly. I'm about to go through every single game from since 1970. You won't. Lines. You won't. That's a lot of games. What is that? 75. 75. Yeah. Okay. Because I saw one already. It was a 70. 75 plus yards. Uh-huh. I can't find this game. Where is this? Anyway, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll touch back on it oh, later. Hey, that's that's wrong. It's wrong? Who else? Brandon Pettigrew. Has 75 Who? plus receiving yards? Yeah, 70. You know Brandon Pettigrew. He was a tiny, the Lions tight end. I player. remember him, yeah. Yeah, 77 on year 20, 2012. In 2012. Yeah. Mm. Game one. Damn, don't shade at NFL.com right now. Is it, not, is it I, wrong? Game one against the uh Yeah, I see it. 77. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the stat right now. It says Sam, Sam Laporta joined T Jackson as the only Lions tight end since 1970 with 75 plus receiving yards in the game. So it's oh, wrong then. Better crew had 111, 116, 112. Wow. Okay. That one's out the door. NFL.com, be better. 91. He has a lot of plus 75s. Yeah, he's actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> it, does, it did seem pretty crazy. Which I was hyped about it, but I guess that's out the window. All right, all right, all right. All right, on to the next one from week three. Did you guys know Keenan Allen had the most receptions, 18, in a game by a player who also threw a passing touchdown that same game? I mean, not many players get 18. And then throw passing touchdowns. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a short touchdown either. That was a long touchdown. What was like the previous high? Do you know? I don't know. Sorry, unfortunately. Yeah. That would be nice. All right, and that's from week three. So let's jump into some not as good ones from week four. Um, we'll be touching them real quick. Did you guys know? And this is Derrick Henry's thirty-fifth career game with hundred plus rushing yards, which ties Chris Johnson for the third most in Titans history. He only trails Eddie George, West 36, and Earl Campbell, West 39. I think it's safe to say he will break this record and hold he'll, the, he'll d- hold he'll the record it for in Titans. The next four weeks. <laughs> well, he'll <laughs> tie it if, in four weeks. He'll break yeah, it. Yeah, tie him. There you go. Did you guys know Jalen Hurts has won each of his last five regular season starts in which a team has trailed by 10 plus points? Oh, wow. So don't. Does don't go mean, up! Don't go up ten points against the Eagles. Right. Does that mean he's a good quarterback? He's good under pressure. Does that mean seems that? like so? Seems like he has, he's good when he's down, and he's look good when he faces adverse adversity. Uh, which is what you want in a quarterback. And they're never down twenty. Oh. Ten is there like I feel like they're only down just ten, so they could come back. Well, no, it's ten plus, so more than ten points. Eleven. 
<laughs> I'm saying <laughs> if teams want to win, I know, I know, I know. They I know. can't go up ten points on 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 the Eagles. Uh, on to the next one. Uh, did you guys know? Sunday marked the first time. Oh, I touched on this. That New Orleans didn't score a touchdown since 2019. Mm. Yeah, since 2019. Yeah. Well, that team looked like dog shit, man. That was not fun to watch. I mean, they're using a quarterback without any arms, so what happens? He's gonna kick the ball? No. All right, and the last (laughs) one, the last one for this week. Uh, the 35 point loss is the largest margin of defeat in Bill Belichick's. 29-year head coaching career. Well, wow. his team sucks. I mean, he always has Brady, so that's not even that much. How many years did Brady play? The, a lot. The Patriots. Was it Belichick? Did Belichick coach the, Brown, coach the Browns before that, right? Yes. No. Was it the Browns? Maybe for a year. Yeah. Maybe for a year or so. But yeah, yeah. even so, 30, 35 is a pretty big defeat. So yeah. it makes sense. All right. And that's going to wrap up this week's and last week's did you notice? Oh, you was the head coach for the Browns for four or five years. Oh, oh damn. Okay. All right. And to wrap it up for this week, 4.5, we jump to Eddie's favorite segment, the Bold Predicts. Bold. That's bold. All right. Bold Predicts time. You got to do it. Bold Predicts. Whoa. This week, that's bold. That was very bold, man. By the way, we have so no one hit their bowl predict from uh oh, wait, wait, the week. Wait, 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 I did. You did? Well, you the thing doubt. is, you, you didn't fill it out. So, oh, what was it? Dowdle do what? Dowdle, he, he will give you a touchdown. <laughs> Stop saying Dowdle, man. It's Dowdle. No, 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 no. Dowdle is better. Dowdle got a touchdown. I said he gave you a touchdown. He's, I say, I say he was Starbucks a flex. Yeah, okay. I think that makes sense. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I I didn't see it in the sheet, so I had to, I, I didn't I know. But, yep, that will be one hit for Jack so far. Um, but yeah, let's get into it, Jack. Since you already <laughs> won once, <laughs> give us your uh, bold predict. My bold prediction this week, next week, no, yeah, this week, Darius Slayton gonna have a hundred yards and two touchdowns this week for the Giants. But tonight, no. No. So next what? week. Yes. <laughs> and tonight. I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> he gets a yeah, he does have a dog. Uh, so that would be like an RKO because that's out of nowhere. Well, I mean, this is very I, think it's a, I think it's a bold predict, man. Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely. Different. It's bold as RKOs and bold predicts are to go hand in hand. That's definitely bold as shit. So like, I, yeah. feel, I feel like bold predicts are even bolder. Than RKO's. Yeah. Well, a lot of times Slayton gave you 100 yards and two touchdowns. Last time Slayton. <laughs> I don't uh, even know. Man, has, has he done that in his career? Was it his rookie year? Oh, he definitely has. Yo, he had, yo, maybe not the touch. I think he's done one or the other. I don't think he's done both. I could be wrong. I remember his rookie year, he had a couple monster games. I will check you guys while you guys do your poll predictions. All right, cool. I'll jump into mine. My bowl predict for this week. Is Drake London will have ten receptions oh for 120 Whoa. yards and zero Whoa. touchdowns. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Texas defense they're facing our third worst in completion uh, completion percentage. So as bad as Desmond Ritter has been, uh, it's there for him to complete some passes. And I think uh, Slate, I'm sorry, London is going to rack up a lot of receptions and the yards. 
unfortunately, they don't allow a lot of passing touchdowns, which Ritter doesn't do anyway. So she have a dynamic duel with uh, Bijan and Algier back there, and they'll be getting most of those touchdowns uh, on the on the ground. But uh, I expect Drake London to rack up a bunch of receptions for for yards this next week. That's a tough one, huh? Are they still? They're they're still in London, right? Are they? No. no. Uh, no, no. Uh, the Jaguars are still in London. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Just to check back, Darius Slayton has done this three times. Yep. Oh wow, that's that's more than I thought. But this earlier, it's his first two years of his career. Eli Manning, right? Also, the also the three times he's done it, he's done it with two touchdowns. Yep. But what? That's what you just said. Yeah. Oh. Jack said oh, no. touchdowns. You said two touchdowns and 100 yards? Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Damn, that's bold as hell. Those were with Eli Manning, though, right? Oh, one, one, one year with Darren Jones. Oh, wow. Okay. It's there. It's possible. And it it's is been done before. <laughs> All right, Eddie, wrap it up with your did you know? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Bold predict. My bold predict this week. Go back to my old team. I think Brees Hall will have a great game against the lowly Denver Broncos. I think they would actually get him involved and they're going to run enough plays where he could actually get around 15 touches. And yeah, he'll get 80 plus yards on a touch and I would start him over Zach Moss or Jonathan Taylor. For for a second, I thought you both predict was that he's going to get 15 touches. You took a <laughs> no. long break there. You took a long break there, man. Okay, my bad. Well, 80... 80, 80 plus yards on a touch for Brees Hall. And he's a must start. I don't know. Does it feel like a bull predict? I don't know. Brees Hall looks like what what how many points does he give? What? That's not bold? He, he looked good this past week. How many points did he get you for fantasy? Oh, you know, six touches. I mean, if he had a like you say, if he has fifteen touches, then he will do well. Alright, I, I I can get it, but I, I, that's definitely it's not as bold as I thought you'd go, Eddie, but um, it's not bad. Uh, okay. Helmet's disappointed. Helmet's disappointed. I love it because you, you go bold, man. You go bold all the hey, time. Helmet said Drake London's going to get 10 catches. Does he have 10 catches on the year? Nope. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And that's going to wrap wait, up. Does he? I don't that's know. Gonna, that's no. Gonna, he, just he love it. He does. He does. He does. It's possible. So Kelvin says, Calvin says Drake London is going to double his receptions this week. <laughs> All right, guys, that's going to wrap up the Bull Predicts and this week's episode. Um, follow us on Instagram. Check out Top Plays. Jack, Eddie, it's been good. Have a uh, yes, great sir. week, and uh, good luck next week. Peace. Yep, yep. Take Later. care, all. Bye.